0: Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values.
1: One of the biggest benefits of uh, doing this show over the last two years is the opportunity to meet incredible people, yes. both as guests on the show. And then when we're at live events, getting to meet speakers. We yep. do our, our booth at all the Reawaken events in different places. We get short little interviews with people and you meet them, they come through, but some stand out.
0: That's so you're true. You're like,
1: I want, I want more. Yeah. Uh, it's like Perseverance, like Costco, one of these places, and they give you a sample, and you're, you're like, like,
0: oh, mm, where do you get the that bag was of that? That's pretty
1: good. Then they'll have, you know, broccoli or something. I, I'm <laughs> good about yeah, that. Thank you. But uh, they give, uh, you know, like a little <laughs> shrimp or something. You're like, oh, I want more of that. Today's guest is that for me. It's Costco sample. You always want more of. He wrote a book that I think is one of the best things to come out in uh, the conservative Christian space mm-hmm. over the last few years called Counterpunch. And uh, we're going to be diving into that a little bit today with Mr. Floyd Brown. Wow.
2: David, Stacy, it's always a great honor and pleasure to be with you on Flyover.
0: Thank you, Floyd. It's it's truly a pleasure to have you. You're talking about standing out and standing up. Uh, Man, Floyd, how tall are you, by the way? You've got to be, what, 6'5", at least?
2: Uh, I'm 6'6". Six, 6'6". Six. Six, six. You know,
0: yeah, you definitely stand out. You cannot miss you for there's sure. There's
1: something about that. I think, I, you know, I, I'm 5'10", and I'll kind of round up. I'm like maybe 5'10 and a quarter. I kind of, you know, <laughs> but I, I'm like the most average dude ever. You know, I'm probably average intelligence. I'm average height. I'm probably average weight. I'm like, I'm like the most, you know, I, I, I think above average is like my work ethic. You know, I'll just kind of show up early. You got a good perspective there. But I always feel like such a shrimp at these events because we're like Eric Trump. He's got to be six something, and and uh, Joe Hoff uh, is probably he's same. He's tall
2: too. Yeah, six yeah. something. You know, it's like Joe I'm like
0: yeah.
1: So I'm like I'm like the littlest guy in the conservative movement. I think for sure, if there was like a con, you know conservative patriot uh, pickup basketball league, you know, we would dominate. We would dominate the, the left. <laughs> for
2: sure. but people never know the trouble of being tall. First of all, uh, I wanted to go to the Naval Academy and be a pilot. I was too tall; yeah. I couldn't be a pilot. Yes. and uh, so um, I bumped my head a lot. You know, it sure. might be why I have some of my beliefs because I bumped my head a lot. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but you can you, know, can you can you can reach all the top
1: shelves. You have no problem with the overhead yeah. storage bins on plane. <laughs> you know, there's a lot there's a
2: lot of upside.
0: Yeah, you can see whenever yeah. well, place well, so you can't travel see. Travel.
2: Try flying Southwest when you're as big as I am. <laughs>
0: <That's> true. <laughs> true. You, you'd have to be like the one of the first ones to get on so you could get a seat like right towards the front. We got a little more you space. Be that
1: Southwest first
2: class. And then all the people walk on and they say, that guy's too big. I don't want to sit by him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everything's got a trade-off, you know, uh, for, for sure. One thing it doesn't have a trade-off is is uh, when you subscribe to the Western Journal because it is all upsides. It you know. Is. And as much as people complain about mainstream media and this and this is out there, and you guys do a, such a great job of covering things, and mm. I'm not even going to say you're necessarily fair and balanced because you're all truth. Yeah. Uh, which balanced kind of implies, well, we tell part of this narrative and part of that narrative. No, you tell... All mm-hmm. call balls and strikes on on, and you'll call out people, you know, on uh, you know rhinos and different things. Like you're always speaking out, mm-hmm. doing good things. Talk about the importance of a media outlet like yours today, and the ability to be able to speak out and and to kind of put your thumb on the scale a little bit to at least there is truth. It's not all Washington Post. It's not all yeah. New York mm-hmm. Times. That there there is a source
2: yeah well, first of all, the Bible teaches that my people perish for a lack of knowledge, yeah and that's kind of the 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 inspiration of Western journal is that verse because you know we live in a in a time of false narratives, and uh you know we could sit and talk about false narratives all day long from. Donald Trump is a Russian spy to the 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 jab is going to keep you from getting covid to, you know, we can just go Mm -hmm. through false narratives all day long. And these false narratives uh, really can only be answered by truth. And so we lead into the truth. Uh, We we work really hard to make sure, you know, there's there is fake news on the right. Uh, in addition to the left. Sure. And so we work really hard to make sure there's no fake news. I know, you know, my mother will call me up every once in a while and she'll say, now, why haven't you covered that story on Western Journal? <laughs> Your mother. And I'll, say, I'll say, mom, it's because it's fake news and we're not going <laughs> to cover fake news. But I thought that was true. <laughs> uh, you hope it's true sometimes.
0: There's sometimes we'll bring stuff to our, uh, our producer and we're like, all right. Colton, can you look this up oh, and actually see researcher. if it's legit? He's such a great researcher because sometimes it's like, I really hope... That is true because I want it to be true. And he'll come back and be like, no, no, wishful thinking, but that's not accurate. And that's true. When you go to Western mm-hmm. Journal, you know it's a resource that you can trust and that you are going to get truth from that uh, source. One
1: of our listeners sent me this the other day. I, I love our listeners, man. You guys are, are, are awesome. It says It says, if you can't read it, it, says, that is fake news. And it's got this rotating. This
2: uh, fake news was indeed fake news. <laughs> I
1: don't know if you can even hear it, but it's got this
3: rotating thing. <laughs> of you, you don't want fake it. news. You're CNN, you're fake news. all I can
0: say is it's totally fake news. You are fake news. I love it. That's such a great thing.
2: One of the best things he did as president was bring to the public's knowledge this whole idea of fake news. Because until Donald Trump, we were all swallowing, or a lot of us were swallowing, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS. And now we know it's all fake news. And there's been a mass exodus. From uh you know, television news to podcasts like yours where people can find real truth. And I think that exodus is a good thing for Americans. A good yes. thing President, for the Trump,
1: First President Trump was incredible at at, at impacting culture, which is, hasn't been necessarily a like uh conservative patriot, right wing Republican you know, kind of a thing. Typically, mm-hmm. culture has been determined by the left, but culture is always upstream from policy. But he he had this ability even before politics with his shows and mm-hmm. and, and language he was always you know it, our, our uh, son was talking he's looking at clips this weekend of Mike Tyson from back he goes Donald Trump was always like around mm-hmm. you know uh, it, right. like he was at the front edge of of of, of what was happening. And it's, it's interesting, even a term like fake news, it's in, infiltrated, like our language, everybody uses it. I use it. We have two dogs and they'll, they'll run to the door they're like, ah, what's going on? I'm like, there better be somebody there. If I get up and I go to the door and it's just some soccer mom had been walking by and I call my dogs fake news yep. all the time. I got a three-year-old granddaughter. She'll start there's, there's Tyson with there's Trump, Tyson you know, there Trump. he was, yeah. he was at the front of culture. My granddaughter's three. She'll come in and be jabbered about something, dah, dah, dah. like, she'll just go off on words. I'm like, You're fake news. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a lot of words, no purpose, no meaning. You are fake news, you know,
2: but he he did. He got that into our language. He did. Yeah. Well, and, and you are seeing for the first time conservatives really penetrating the culture and you see it with sound of freedom, this movie that's mission impossible and the Indiana Jones. And uh, it's a it's really such a great story Mm -hmm. and uh, it's well told and it's a great movie. And yet and and yet um, it also helps to help people understand what's been going on at the border and Mm -hmm. lets people understand what goes on with human trafficking and why a lot of us have been so upset about it uh, for so long. But people didn't know the bigger story. And so it's exposing those stories. That, that, that shows things are changing and really I credit Donald Trump for helping a lot of this by setting a new foundation that allows yeah. us you know the, the, the country music, you know country music is finally really you know breaking out. And then to also see kind of the flip side of it with it which is, which is these bud lights who have destroyed a brand, by pushing into woke too far Mm -hmm. or target, you know, uh, I remember a day when my wife and I, we used to shop at target. Uh, We won't go there anymore. You know, we're, we're voting with our dollars. And so uh, as, as these people get exposed and Donald Trump really has been at the leading edge of that. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think so many of us really appreciate what he did as president and, you know, a lot of us would would really like to see him come back again.
0: No doubt about it. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on right now with Joe Biden, because more and more information is coming out over the weekend. Obviously, you got the Hunter Biden situation. You've got um, his business partner, Devin, who is going to be uh, testifying against him about multiple times that Joe Biden was around when and even on the phone when Hunter Biden was making phone calls when it came to Burisma. So interesting thing there. And then uh, even in Western Journal this weekend, you had an article that came out about Hunter Biden's attorney uh, actually smoking a bong. Um, right there on his uh, at his at his place. I mean, that's crazy. I don't think
1: I've ever heard you say bong before. I know.
0: I don't know if I have. <laughs>
1: the, the closest I've ever <laughs> is gong, like the gong show. Yeah, I heard you say now, gong, Which probably bong. that probably dates us as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: The,
0: so crazy stuff going on. Tell us what. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts you, on all you know, this?
2: You, you know, some of this, uh, it, it's it's so wild. It's it's hard to even believe it's real. Yeah. Um, but you're you're right. Uh, what we now know is that definitively the election of 2020 was rigged and it was rigged by a group of insiders, globalists inside the U S government that protected Joe Biden and attacked Donald Trump and didn't do their jobs. And, and so, um, You know, we now know that this Biden laptop is exactly what we were told weeks before the election. And we know that uh, uh, that was suppressed by the government, by the intelligence agencies, by the FBI, by the CIA. The story was suppressed. They went to big tech and they pushed big tech to suppress it. So You know, uh, I mean, the New York Post that broke the story and did fabulous reporting, uh, they were even, I think, kicked off the social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Their Twitter account was shut down. It was the grossest form of censorship. It was a constitutional violation because the government was involved in the silencing. See, you know, a private company, they can silence anybody they want. But the U.S. government is not allowed to because we have a thing called the Constitution and we have a thing called the First Amendment, which which allows us to speak our minds. And it even allows us to speak our minds when we're wrong. Mm -hmm. But uh, the the truth is, in in this case, we were right. Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden, uh, his brother, they're all they're all involved in what essentially is a criminal enterprise an influence-peddling scheme by which they sold favors for government policy. Uh, and specifically, we now know that uh, Hunter was paid $5 million, Joe Biden was paid $5 million in order to intervene in Ukraine and get that prosecutor that was looking into the corruption of Burisma, the company where Hunter Biden served on the board, Uh, looking into corruption. He was fired as a result of it. So we know definitively first that the election was rigged, but also that the Bidens are a criminal enterprise. And therefore the Republicans and David and Stacey, this is one of the things I've been really honing in on lately, must move for impeachment immediately. The truth is, is that they impeach Donald Trump over a phone call to Ukraine And now we know that Joe Biden has actually been involved in corruption in connection with Ukraine. And uh, if he's not impeached immediately, it is the Republicans, the uniparty, protecting Joe Biden. And then we ought to know all of these uniparty people should be gone. So there, that's it. That's, that's, That's all I have to say about it.
1: Well, Man, you know, so point. so what is the next step on that? Because you have the, the Ukrainian gas uh, executive who who is now saying, hey, I was pressured heavy. Tied to, to pay five Correct. million here, five million here. Um, right. And it and all ties back to <laughs> a very, a very, the very public confession that that, mm-hmm. that Joe Biden made yeah. about the whole, I told him you're not getting the billion dollars unless you do this. Like it all syncs up. And you know, you know, that's exactly how the narrative went out.
2: This is... A classic example of extortion. Yeah, it's extortion, pure and simple. And the the but but the worst part of it is is now that it's all exposed in all its tawdry details, uh, in, in, in and uh, we know it all that the FBI is still protecting this family. Yeah, I mean, why isn't there a grand jury convened? You know, why isn't Hunter Biden in shackles? I mean, uh, and, and then, you know, that's not even talking about all of the, the, the pornographic material that is on this laptop, him cavorting with girls below the age of consent. Um, yep. And uh, it is, it is uh, it's, it's outrageous, him cavorting with prostitutes. I mean, and and engaged in in declaring it as a deduction on his taxes. I was going
0: to actually bring that up. So you have these three-letter agencies like the IRS, you've got the the DOJ, you've got all of these that are, like, not doing anything in this. What's your thought on three-letter agencies and what's the future look like for
1: them? A $10,000 club membership, you come to find out it's just for prostitutions. Yeah, it's it's like. I mean, we'll do this a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, we're getting, you know, I have, th- I have three cards I keep in my, my wallet. You know, I got a, a business and another business and a personal. And I'm like, hey, we're getting ready to get this. I'm like,
0: I'm like, no, that's
1: personal. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of, that's kind of, we're going to use it for business a lot, but I know where they're going to look at it. All right. You know, and, and like, we'll make those decisions. Mm-hmm. Like we don't even touch the line. If it's close, it's like, hey, there nah, it is. That's personal. And yep. like, th- these are real things. So
2: that's these that, are like that's also legal activities. Yeah, but that's because you have integrity, okay? Mm -hmm. And what we've seen is that these leaders, this Biden family, totally lacks integrity. And I can tell you, Hunter didn't come by this moral code in a vacuum. He learned it from his father. And every time I see his father lean over and sniff a child, Mm -hmm. I just want to get sick. Because this man has real problems. We already know the story of Tara Reid, who, you know, says Joe Biden raped her. And, uh, you know, there's been, I, I, you know, his we own, know his so own daughter's diary, his own
1: daughter's diary. She yeah. has to go to rehab because she had developed so many mental and emotional issues from being in this family. And and she's yeah. his own daughter says That's he took sad. inappropriate showers with her, you know, as she grew up. It's like it, it's just it's just a giant steaming dumpster fire of corruption. Right. Like it's, it's, it it's mafia level stuff with Hunter Biden being the bag man going around doing the collections. So you're exactly right. It, it, we're, there's going to be, for me, here's a litmus test. Republicans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could show these things all day. It's just weird. Yeah. And the parents are creeped out and it's just weird. You chewing on a kid's shoulder last weekend. It's just consistently weird. Mitch McConnell sitting right behind him. Just, this is great. Um, here, and that's here's the problem.
2: That's the problem. It's the problem guy. is the Republicans. The yes. Republicans' failure to, to um, be tough mm-hmm. and to hold people like Biden accountable. And they want to be everybody's friend. And a lot of this, I believe, has to do with the fact that they enjoy the perks of Washington, D.C., and they, they're sitting in the same hot tub with the Bidens, and they don't want somebody like a Donald Trump to come in and shut off mm-hmm. all their perks they're protecting themselves and uh, you know in my book i talk a lot about what i call the wealth extraction machine and that is our government has been turned on the middle class okay mm-hmm. we now have these multiple uh areas of the economy the military industrial complex the sar- pharmaceutical industrial complex yeah. the big tech media complex uh and um these big complexes, what what uh, the real problem with them is that they run policies through D.C. that destroy the middle class. For example, COVID policy is one of the best examples I talk about in the book. And and and, and what happened there? We had a policy that minted 40 new billionaires, 40 new billionaires as a result of COVID policy. Yep. What did they do? They surprised they suppressed therapeutics. Mm-hmm. They suppressed things like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, yep, yep. and those were those were three dollars a dose, right? And yep. they were extremely inexpensive. Uh, and thank God they worked because I took ivermectin, and it was like a miracle drug for me when I had COVID. Sure, and and, and, and yet the policy of government was to have the government pay for everybody to get this uh, untested shot. But that money that flowed out of the government flowed into the fingers of billionaires. And so it was all about minting money for the elite. And the Ukraine Ukraine war is another example. I mean, uh, you know, what are we doing? We are just feathering the bed. Of the military-industrial complex, the people that make all these munitions, while at the same time we're allowing you know 300,000 Ukrainians to die, it, it is uh, it's just an evil policy. You know, one of the false narratives I talk about is quote, we were making progress in Afghanistan for 19 of the 20 years we were there. Every year they told us we're making progress in Afghanistan. Well. What kind of progress did we ever make in Afghanistan? I would say zero. What did we do? We made a lot of people really rich because they benefited from these policies out of out, out of the government. And uh and so, On the left and the so, right. And, 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 yeah, and, and so that's what the uniparty Party protects. Big tech. I know big tech personally because you know, uh, in 2016, you know, I had eleven billion times I was in the Facebook news feed from Western Journal. It led to over a billion page views in 2016. Wow. In 2017, I was utterly taken down, a full 90% by Mark Zuckerberg and the Titans. Why, of did, Facebook. why did
1: people lose interest in reading Western
2: Journal yeah, all of a sudden? Exactly. Yeah. So Out the um, well so so I went to Capitol Hill. Because I had worked on Capitol Hill. Remember, I was a staff member up there. I knew how the system worked. And I knocked on doors. I went all through the Rayburn building knocking on doors. Mm -hmm. And I went all through the Hart building knocking on doors. And I went and met with these staff members. And nobody wanted to do a thing because the truth was even people on the Freedom Caucus were getting a whole lot of money from Google. And they don't want to stop that money flow.
0: Man. Man, is that what made you decide to write your write your book, Counterpunch? Uh,
2: well, actually, I wrote my last book was called Big Tech Tyrants. And that's <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what got me writing that. But yeah, no, no. Uh, Counterpunch for me, um, what, you know, I really wrote that book because of the Reawaken tour. If you go to the f- first part of the book, you know, it starts in Tulsa. And I can't remember. Were you in Tulsa for the first? Just sit for those. Please watch it. Yep,
0: just watching.
2: Okay, so so um, you know, I, I think I did uh, twelve of the eighteen that we did when we were on that massive march. I didn't make it to all of them, but I made it to a lot oh. of them to speak. And uh, every time I went, people said to me, "Floyd, what can I do? Mm-hmm. How can I be a part of the yeah. solution?" And I wrote this book to give people ideas on what they could do. Because the truth is, is that everybody underestimates the amount of power they have right around themselves in their neighborhood, in their town, in their county. And if they start to step out and exercise that power, then they can have a real impact on their communities. And I wanted to encourage our people to get out and re-engage and to, to, to lean into what they can do because as we take back america and i absolutely believe we're going to take back america the way we do it is by starting at the local level and building out and then taking over the country as a result of taking county after county there's 3100 counties in america and 3000 of those should be conservative counties mm-hmm. and uh, the the reason they aren't is because often we don't show up christians conservatives don't show up christians could control america like this if they chose to do it they don't choose to do it because over half of christians aren't even registered and then uh, on top of that of the half that are registered only half of those vote Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable and and yet we are taught in scripture that it is our job to occupy and to be involved in our communities and to you know be there for our fellow man, and we are missing the boat. There's a heresy that's run wild in the American church, and that is quote, there's a separation between church and state. Come on. No. When, when, when I became a Christian, God governed every part of my life. Yep. He governed my personal life. He governed my family life. He governed my business. He governed you know how i vote and what i do in, in in the political arena jesus christ renewed my mind and took it all over every last bit of it oh, and that's and that's just you know in the american church it, that's not taught anymore instead it's become like a you know life support system for lukewarm christians and uh, you know that that's coming to an end though because as persecution grows We're going to see who the real Christians are and we're going to see where the real churches are. And, and, and as, as it gets darker, we're going to get brighter and lighter. Uh, and, and I'm excited about that. Yes. Hey,
0: Amen. It's so interesting because when we started uh, Flyover Conservatives, the Lord gave us a slogan, wake up, speak up, and show up. And that's exactly what your book is doing, teaching yes. us how to do that. Flyover Family, when you go to westernjournal.com, if you subscribe to the Western Journal, if you're not yet, Which yet you a should, subscriber, anyway. um, you actually will get a free book. That Floyd will sign for signed you. Signed. Exactly. By
1: Floyd, not by like some redneck like me. No. Like somebody who knows something. You
0: actually get it signed by the author, Floyd. So go to westernjournal.com. If you're not yet a subscriber, you can get the book there. Or you can also go to Amazon uh, for the book as well. So counterpunch. Thank I, you I'd so go to I'd,
1: I'd go to Western Journal and get the free one.
0: Definitely, Just, definitely. I'm not an economist,
1: but that's a better move. Yep.
0: So Floyd, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for everything that you're doing to help to save our country. We really appreciate it.
3: There is no reasonable doubt that President Biden was an active participant in an unlawful international influence peddling scheme. My name is Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, and whatever you may think about President Donald J. Trump or his recent federal indictment, the speed of the investigation and the breadth of the indictment is breathtaking compared to the inaction for comparable crimes allegedly committed by Hillary Clinton. We did not find clear evidence. The incredible slow walking of the investigation of Hunter Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland's refusal to appoint a special prosecutor to investigate Joe Biden's role in the Biden family's international influence-peddling scheme. Does any reasonable human being believe that Joe never discussed Hunter's business with Hunter, or that Joe did not know anything about a scheme that so far has ensnared at least nine close Biden family relatives? It was reported recently that Hunter will plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors and defer a gun reporting offense with no prison time, and the right to have his record partially expunged after two years. Good thing Hunter is a white dude, and oh yeah, being the son of a president also helps. It's not just the stark contrast between use of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, to go after five Trump associates, including yours truly before Farah is ignored when exploring Hunter's activities for Ukraine and China, or the contrast between aggressive prosecutions of pro-life protesters compared to the past given to abortion rights protesters, or the horribly disproportionate treatment of January 6 protesters compared to the left-wing protesters who destroyed billions of dollars of property and killed more than two dozen Americans. Rather, it is all of these things Either Democrats, Republicans, progressives, conservatives, and centrists should be subject to equally fierce investigations and prosecutions, or they should all be subject to neither. Either we have the rule of law or not. With the provision that every American is entitled to a presumption of innocence, unless of course you're a conservative who supports Trump, and much of what is known of the Biden Family Crime Organization is alleged... There is powerful evidence that Joe Biden committed multiple felonies as a co-conspirator in an international Biden family fraud and racketeering scheme, regardless of whether he personally received bribes or not. This isn't over, and Americans of every stripe, faith, and class better wake up to the fact that we have two completely different sets of laws in America.
1: Let's get our stuff together here. Hi. I'm David Whitey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if we can skip the hi money part,
1: because that's where I kind of tend to derail. <laughs> hi. <laughs> but I did good. See, look. First thing says Say your name. Say your name, <laughs> David Whitey. <laughs> Have you been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings? Have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about what may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. (laughs) Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at at school talk to you about... Friend at school. (laughs) (laughs) Some days when you're sitting there with your lunch and you're talking to your friends at school, they, they bring up your flat earth, and you think it's a flat, earth. I don't know if your flat earth is flat or not, I don't know, alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> and it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. <laughs> we talk about uh, Rubik's cubes and stuff. <laughs> we like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can like fill myself hating watching this later okay give me a swoosh let's do this thing for real this time bye got a show for you <laughs> my my by my, my eyes red now you don't be able to tell in there peter can fix it you can you run it through a filter can you run it through the brad pitt filter and get rid of the, my red eyes oh i'm probably doing the world a disservice. service
0: He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive, and I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.
4: I love the Tuttle Twins books. They are taking so many things that I want to teach my kids and putting them in these fun stories. My name's Jen, and my sister introduced me to the Tuttle Twins books about a year ago. I just bought the set on a whim, and I'm so glad that I did. It's kind of a crazy world we live in right now. I feel like our education system has been very dumbed down. They've taken a lot of um, patriotic, you know, curriculum out, and so, and and they're putting kind of progressive things in that parents do not agree with. Society today teaches kids to be lazy, to rely on the government. I think as a parent, we should all be teaching kids that they need to work hard. My eight-year-old son, he loves these books. He came up to me the other day, he said, mom, can we read Spectacular Show Business? I said, okay, so we read through it. And it's all about being an entrepreneur. And when we were done, he said, mom, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm gonna make a lemonade stand. I'm gonna go save up money. I'm gonna buy this, I'm gonna buy this. And we talked all about it. He was so excited and I said, oh, I love this. The Tuttle Twins books are a really great way to help teach your kids to remember how great their country is and that this is a place where they can be free. They can be an entrepreneur. They learn these these wonderful lessons of how our government actually works. and Um, why we pay taxes for things, and how there are actually bad laws and how we can work to change them. The Tuttle books have been huge in my family. You know, being a conservative parent, I am so happy we found these books. Parents, don't wait. You need to get these books and read them with your kids.
0: (music) Order yours at